Are you ready to get your fantasy on? Here, show us your TDs. It's growing time. Let's go. Welcome back to Show Us Your TDs. It's a great episode this week. I got my man Melky here, who I kind of actually beat this week. <laughs> but we'll get into that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah that. Um, I, I'm happy to be back, uh, ready to talk some football. Melk, how you doing? Hey yo, welcome to week five. We missed you guys as always. Goobs, it's a quarter of the season already in the books. How crazy is that? Dude, man, it's time flies, man, when you're having fun. That's it. And so your favorite frosty NFL milk beverage is here with his best friend, Goobs, to break down week four. So let's not waste any more time like the Bears have to their fans in this putrid season and get into a fantasy football recap. What do you think? Uh, I'm down, milk. All right. Yeah, take it away. I'm going to take it away. Normally, Goobs and I, we share uh, what happened previous week in our fantasy football league. But there's some terrible news. Our league is actually shutting down for this season. There's been a lot of controversy all around. Uh, I'm not going to name people. I'm not going to name specifics. But it's to a point where it's too much to handle. And sadly, the league will not continue this season it's unfortunate and things have been building up for a little bit and then things that were done recently that i don't think you can go back on so it's a shame because it was it's a good league it still is a good league it's going to be back next season i promise you bigger and better we're gonna have some new characters we're gonna have some new teams and it's gonna be the best fantasy football league out there on yahoo unfortunately i'm sorry if you were looking forward to our journey this season but sadly it has to end but but there is a silver lining gooby has another team and gooby is rocking it right now and he has the best name in fantasy football history we're gonna follow gooby's team this season in his other league we're gonna live vicariously through him each week, he's going to lay down his matchup, and we're going to give him advice, whether we want to or not, and <laughs> help him, potentially. I mean, I'm always going to not be cheering for Gooby because it's just fun. It's just more fun, but at the same time, we're going to help him out, get him a, a dub each week, and hopefully get him a championship in that league. How does that sound, Gooby? It sounds great. It's $1,000 in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> so uh, I don't mind that. But before we do talk about this, I know in my intro I said I beat you. So let's talk about that really quick because last podcast I was pretty upset saying my team sucks, probably not going to beat you. There's no way in hell. But I somehow did beat you. And yes, the league is still up. So I mean – Technically, this week played out. We didn't switch any people that we were going to switch uh, or uh, that that we needed to switch. I think we kept everybody in because we knew that we wanted them to play. This wasn't a, oh, the league's over type of situation, so it's whatever. We played who we wanted to play, and I beat Melky 183 to 171. <laughs> uh, Lamar Jackson had a great night, uh, 34 points. Nico Collin had 35 points, which was fantastic from him. I almost didn't start him. It, it's shitty that this league won't go on. We're all good friends, and you know, just uh, shit happens, and we just gotta we just gotta hope for the best for everybody else. So. With that being said, though, Melk, I'm sorry I beat you. Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Oh, my God. Stop fucking lying. No, you're not. First of all, you're not sorry. <laughs> this is like salt in the wound. And you know what? For the last time this season, I'm going to do my three stars, even though I did not win. And we'll go one last time. Derrick Henry, who people said was done, washed up. Too old. He uh, put up 26 points, which is pretty awesome. 
Yes, sir. Uh, Jalen Hurts, hell of a game, hell of a comeback against Washington, 31 points. And last but not least, I swear, if you have Christian McCaffrey on your team, you're probably winning the league this year. 48.70 points. This man went off. He's a different breed of running back, actually player in general. So that was the last time for the three stars. I didn't win, as Gooby alluded to. That's okay. Next season, I'm taking the championship. It's mine because it's my time. All right. But let's yeah. let's get into Gooby's team. Let's let's hear burrow these nuts. Let's hear what they did in week four. So my other league, the league that's gonna be running the show right now, is uh called Burrow These Nuts in Your Mouth. What? And no, I do not have Joe Burrow, but it's still fucking funny. <laughs> so I'm keeping the name. Uh I faced two of girls, one cup. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh boy, that's <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah, we got some good names in this in, in this <laughs> league. I won this week 139 to 110, going 4 and 0. And on top of this uh league right now, uh let's break it down for you. Uh Jalen Hurts 28 points versus Tua Tagovailoa 19 points. I had Jamar Chase which had 10 points versus Nak uh, Naku- Nakua for the uh, for the Rams, twenty six oh, P- points. Puka. Yeah, he did fantastic. I think we talked about him uh, last podcast or yeah. two podcasts ago. Good call on that one, Melk. I had uh, more from Chicago, twenty three points versus Christian Kirk, twelve points. Um, but yeah, those are kind of my big studs. I mean, DeAndre Swift did well with 15 points. Bass did well with 14 points. And the Dallas defense, yes, I picked them up in both leagues. Uh, 28 points. Man, this 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 team, it's not fantastic, but they're putting up the points. And they're, they're, they're reaching championship level points. With that being said, I'm going to quickly run down my list of players so people have an idea of what I'm going with. So I got Hertz, I got Chase, I got more from Chicago, I got Pittman, I got Travis Etienne, uh, DeAndre Swift, Fairmove, Jacoby Myers, Tyler Bass, Dallas defense. I have Hollywood Brown on my bench, Zach Ertz on my bench, um, Matheson on my bench, Mal Valdez Gantley, who I thought I dropped. Oh, no, I did drop, but this is uh, okay. from last week. I was going to uh, say, you should drop his ass. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did drop him. Baker Mayfield on the bench, and I have um, Justice Hill, who, I mean, it is what it is. I picked him up just like everybody else did when uh, What's-His-Face went down. When Dobbins went down, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so who you got this week? Yeah, let's go over this week. We got parlays and skinnies i don't fucking know what this no, guy's name is that, that name's like the parlay part got me excited but yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right so this week's matchup i got jalen hurts versus uh jordan love everybody's favorite green bay quarterback right now jamar chase versus dotson i got Moore versus Ayuk. i got michael pittman jr versus uh i think it's Ke- uh, kendrick bourne yeah, Kendrick Moore from the Patriots. Yes, yes sir. Travis Etienne versus Joe Mixon. DeAndre Swift versus Mozart. I put Zach Ertz in versus Goddard. Jacoby Myers versus Latavius Murray. I don't know why he has Latavius Murray. Murray's uh, getting some touchdowns, man. They run a three-back system out in Buffalo. Okay. Okay. Tyler Bass versus Patterson. And Dallas defense versus Denver's defense. I don't know why he has Denver's defense. They're getting <laughs> shit on almost every single game. Yeah, they're the worst in the league. <laughs> Loser. So, that being said, I'm predicted to win 116-96. to 96. Now, he does have a couple people on bye. He has uh, Justin Herbert on a bye, and he has Keenan Allen on a bye. So, that kind of swings my way a little bit. It's not a deep league. We only have five bench spots. Melky, what do you think of my chances? First of all, is it PPR, half PPR? What, half, what type of league half are you PPR, in? Half PPR, half PPR. Zero, half PPR. I don't love your Baker Mayfield spot. I'm wondering if you can get a certain CJ Stroud if he's available. If not, then, I mean, don't mess with a, a good thing. 
Th- you, this is a strong league. It's a uh, yeah. it's a it's a gold league, almost platinum league. How many people are in this league? Twelve. It's a twelve man league. Yes, a lot of good players are gone. I'm looking at the player list right now. The top fucking pick right now is Russell Wilson. The oh boy, yeah, that's a Slim Pickens. And you should win. You should go five and zero, especially with the bye week. If he doesn't have Keenan and Justin Justin Herbert, that favors you big time. I like your wide receivers better. I definitely yeah. like your running backs better. Tight end, you lose that, but Ertz gets targets. He had like ten targets last week. So that yeah. bodes well for you. Your defense is on top, but you're playing a really good San Francisco team. You no, know, I'm worried about it. I'm a little yeah. worried about it. That, that can go either two ways. It can be a defensive battle, like it was in the playoffs, or San Francisco just runs crazy on you. Yeah. Either way, you have the better quarterback. I expect Jalen Hurts to have a big game this week. So I'm going to give the edge to you, even though so, I'm not cheering for you. <laughs> so I got Faramuth, who is doubtful. So I'm, he's not. He's not playing. I I know that. So I'm hoping eventually he will be put on out, so I can put him in my uh, IR spot. And the defenses that are available right now: Tampa Bay, <laughs> but they're on a bye. Jacksonville versus Buffalo. So I'm not taking no. that. The Colts versus Tennessee, Tennessee versus the Colts, Green Bay versus Vegas, Minnesota versus KC, Arizona versus Cincinnati, Houston versus Atlanta, New York, Carolina, Slim Pickens. Yeah, that's not really much to. I would maybe consider Tennessee grabbing Tennessee against the Indy, but man, who really knows? Richardson's pretty good. Yeah, I was also thinking Houston, or not, not Houston. I was also thinking Arizona versus Cincinnati, but I feel like Cincinnati's going to have a game this week. Yeah, so do I. I think Joe pops off this week, especially what, with T. Higgins out. That's more love for Jamar Chase. What do you be? What do you about Cincinnati versus Arizona? What do you think? Arizona is the home team, right? Yeah, I wouldn't trust it because Cincinnati, for one, they're in shambles. And I think they're more concentrated on offense. I think that's going to be an offensive game. I don't think there's going to be much defense played. So, no, I, I wouldn't even risk it. New Orleans versus New England? Mac Jones isn't going to have the same game he, he had. Uh, that's what I'm Dallas. saying. So, New Orleans? No? Oh, well, yeah, Mac Jones had a shit game. So. Uh, I mean, maybe. New Orleans' defense is pretty decent, actually. Yeah, maybe consider New Orleans. Maybe Tennessee. And then, if not, don't even bother. Okay. Uh, well, no, Tennessee's not on here. Oh, yeah, they are. This yeah, they were Indy. playing Indy. Yeah. Uh, man, I like Indy. I don't know. Richardson's doing pretty well. Well, you have Pittman Jr., so it kind of does a disservice to you. Yeah, so, you know what? I might stick with this Dallas defense. Who knows? They might surprise us this week. But, yeah, so that's the team. Uh, love it, hate it, whatever you want to <laughs> do. I'm 4-0 and right now. Um, I'm looking at the league. There's two four and O's, and I'm winning by about ten points. By the way, it's, it's waiver money, so yeah, yeah, we have a budget. A, what's your budget? Two hundred? A hundred. Hundred bucks, eh? Yeah. I kind of like it that way because if you're stupid enough to dish fifty bucks for one player, that's your season. The lowest rate now, and we're only in the week five, is thirty-four dollars left. You stupid. Thirty-four dollars, and and they're one in three. <laughs> so, I also have a bet with a the one in three commish, fifty dollars to the person who uh, has the better record at the end of the season. Well, so far you're panning out. I <laughs> I just want to ask you a couple questions about your league. How long has this league been going on for? First, off? Uh, they've been going on for a while. A lot of them are friends from like high school and shit. Okay. So a, a lot of them know their shit. I think we have about four platinum players in this league and the rest are gold. Okay. So, so there's no silver, for, there's no yeah. bronze. Uh, if you guys don't know, Yahoo just likes to give you like uh, a, 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 ranking, a, a, ranking. A, a ranking for how good you do. So th- this league is hard and most of the good players, like I said, the best player available right now is Russell Wilson's. Ew, gross. So it shows you that most of the good players are probably gone. Yeah, and you have 12 people too, so that's two more schemes in there. So it does make it a little more challenging, but it sounds like a pretty awesome league. Again, we're going to go through it each week, follow Gooby's journey. 
I'm going to boo him, but you can you can definitely cheer for him because it's not show us your TDs without Gooby. So cheer for him. Give him some pointers. I'm going to give him some pointers regardless. I just don't want him to win because I, I don't want him to gloat. <laughs> <laughs> I won't have a trophy to gloat with, but no, but it's the, okay. Yeah but, yeah, but you can make it rain, though, if you want. Yes, sir. So that's it for this. That's it. that's this week. Melky, what do we got going on next? Uh, well, we have the highlights, but I think you want to ju- jump start it because it's the Bills and Fins, and that was your Toonie bet. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the Bills, the Bills won 48 to 20. Uh, my tuning bet did not pan out as uh, as I thought it would. Tua, Tua Tagovailoa did 25-35, 282 yards, one touchdown, one INT. Okay, man, he's doing well. Eight carries, 101 yards, two touchdowns. And then the lone receiving touchdown was Braxton Burrows. Berrios, so, Berrios. Berrios, sorry. Yeah. Uh, so, and then we got the Bills, Josh Allen, 21 for 25, 320, four touchdowns. And I mean, James Cook got in uh, a touchdown. Josh Allen ran a touchdown in. Stefan Diggs, six receptions, 120 yards, three touchdowns. And Gabe Davis got himself a touchdown. He said Bills win 48 to 20. They're both three and one. Uh, it was a pretty good game until the second half. Yeah, it was a really great game. It was very anticipated. Division rivals for first place. I called Buffalo winning just because it was in Buffalo. I don't like Tua, so I'm not cheering for that guy. Overall, fantastic. You can feel that playoff atmosphere. So it was awesome. I just got a question for you about the game. Did the Bills make a statement? And now, I want you to answer this in two ways. Did they make a statement in the AFC uh, East? And did they make a statement to the AFC conference? I don't know if it's a statement, but they did show up and they put themselves on notice that, hey, we are the team. We've had a couple okay games, one bad game, but this shows, you know, we are the team to beat. If you watch the games, you don't see them being three and one, maybe two and two. But I don't think I don't think this is the statement game. Trying to see who they have coming up next. They got the Jags, the Giants, the Patriots, the Bucks, the Bengals, the Broncos, the Jets. I mean, going against the Eagles, that'll be a statement game. But the next six weeks looks pretty easy unless the Bengals step it up. Okay, so you said something that really stands out. You said it's not a statement until they play someone big. The Dolphins were the best offensive team in the NFL up until last week. I think they still are. This was a hell of a statement. Hell of a statement for the division because everyone seems to have forgotten about the Bills. Everyone's riding on the Dolphins bandwagon. And rightfully so. Tua looked like the MVP up until last week. Now he's gone back to regular Tua. Or he maybe just had a bad game and he bounces back next week or this week. But the Bills put not only the AFC East on notice, they put the entire AFC conference on notice. I think the Bills are one of the strongest teams in the NFL. And if they continue to play this way, Super Bowl contenders, Super Bowl favorites, maybe. Holy crap. So the one thing that stands out to me is after a few weeks, defenses learn how to pick apart an offense. Look at what happened with Arizona and Dallas. And or just even offensively, you know, how to pick apart the defense. You know, Arizona's like, oh, Dallas can't stop the run. So let's just run it on them and then do play actions. That's how Arizona won. So I feel like the Bills were the team to go, I figure out this offense. I figure out this defense. Let's show them how well of a coaching staff we are. The players are great. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. Josh Allen, Lord and Savior, and Stefan Diggs is fantastic. But I think they finally met a match where they're like, oh, I know how this offense is running. So now Miami needs to change it up. Because last week, the Broncos aren't going to be the ones to stop a team like that. So this week, it was the Bills. I just think the Bills did a great job limiting Tua. He only had one touchdown. 
and he only rushed seven times. Sorry, sorry, he only rushed for seven yards. Yeah. That's a big difference. And that's a formula that maybe the rest of the league can take notice. I just think the Bills were slept on and they woke in a sleeping giant. All right. Well, speaking of giants, is Kelsey really? Yeah, he's kind of a giant. Travis Kelsey and the Kansas City Chiefs are 2 0 with Swift at the games. They beat the Jets 23 to 20. Patrick Mahomes went 18 for 30, 203, one touchdown, two INTs. Not Patrick Mahomes esque at all. And the MILF Hunter surprisingly had a good game. Zach Wilson went 28 for 39, 245 yards, two touchdowns, and Gooby, zero interceptions. Whoa! Now, we did have a fumble, so you can't be perfect. This was really encouraging for the Jets. Pacheco also went off. He had 20 carries, 115 yards, one touchdown. Jets defense showed up, a sack, two INTs, and a safety. I want to ask you this because this is the biggest rave in the NFL right now. Is the Kelsey and Swift relationship a bad distraction for the NFL? No, it actually brings fans to the NFL. Um, I've seen a few Swift freaking shirts at NFL games now. They've been showing people wearing uh, Taylor Swift shirts and shit like that and like making Taylor Swift jerseys. So, I mean, it's actually bringing more to the NFL than ever. Uh, the one thing that I have a problem with is Taylor Swift bribe, bribing the referees with a concert for free <laughs> so the Kansas City Chiefs can win. That's pretty dirty. I think Kelsey is a little fed up with it because he, he uh, commented after the game and said, yeah, it's cool that this is a big hoopla in the NFL, but they're overdoing it with the exposure. I agree with that. Yeah. When well, when they're just going up to the box seats and they're just focusing on Mama Kelsey and Taylor Swift. When Ryan Reynolds. Shoot, Ryan Reynolds and yeah, Blake Lively. That was pretty awesome. But instead of like, focusing on the game itself, I could see that being a, a distraction and not fair to the, the players that have worked hard to get to this point. But it's fun. I agree. It's fun. Again, new fans, Taylor Swift jerseys, her sitting next to Mama Kelsey. I mean, it's pretty awesome so i listened to a gossip podcast with dave portnoy and it. it's called bffs and he's a big swifty they were talking about how taylor swift doesn't really uh publicize her relationships this is the first time she's been very open about maybe seeing somebody and that's why it's a huge deal to a lot of people is because she's very private person but this is her coming out as like that fun chick i think that's why it's been very publicized as of late she really doesn't have a choice because travis kelsey is the complete opposite of private travis kelsey has an awesome podcast with his brother yes travis kelsey's in the media the nfl darling it wouldn't work if she was wanted to hide all the time. Kel- yeah. Kelsey would be like, nah, that's not happening. Like, I'm, I'm in the limelight. Like, let's go. So I, I think it's absolutely cute. Maybe tone it down in the sense of, okay, we know she's there. We don't have to get every footage of her every minute. Like, it's it's cool. Like, let, let's get to the game. Afterwards, you want to see her celebrate or, or if Kelsey's doing his little dance and she's out there seeing it, that's awesome. You know, we want to see the reaction, but... Yeah. yeah, I mean, maybe tone it down just a the, bit. The NFL is playing to the Swifties, man. They they want of course that, they are. They want that billion viewership. So it's all about it's all, money, my friend. Yeah, it's all about the money. Uh, Dallas D's back. Wait, what? Bigger than ever. Um, <laughs> That's what she said. That's nasty. They won thirty-eight to three against the Patriots. This defense, man has me on a roller coaster okay just a roller coaster they had what three two picks trying i'm trying to no, remember no, here. two interceptions yeah so one was a pick six yeah they had a fumble recovery for a touchdown and two sacks we should be on more on the sacks but i sent melky actually a uh a snippet or uh like a screenshot of how many players was on Micah Parsons. Mm-hmm. There were three people almost all the time trying to stop Micah Parsons. And that's crazy. But let's let's go over the offense really quick. Mac Jones, 12 for 21, 150 yards, two picks. He was he got, benched. He, he got benched 
for Bailey Zappi, uh, who put four of nine for 57 yards. Rashmore Stevenson, this wasn't your game. 14 carries, 30 yards. They're receiving court very lackluster uh 51 yards 45 yards 36 yards nothing crazy the cowboys dak prescott okay game 28 for 34 261 yards one touchdown it's not great no it's okay but, but he didn't what didn't he do gooby which is very important interception. yes or fumbled the ball ding 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 yes but, very important but th- I was going to go on to another but, and that is we got to see our favorite second QB, Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush, <laughs> two for two, 20 yards. Thank you, Cooper Rush. Uh, Tony we Pollard. Had ru- we, we had a rush attack? Is that what you Yeah, you're we saying? had a rush attack. Uh, Tony Pollard, okay game, 11 carries, 47 yards. And, I mean, Dak Prescott, he spread the ball. Jake Ferguson, 77 yards. Michael Gallup, 60 yards. Uh, C.D. Lamb with the one touchdown, 36 yards. But, yeah, if you had Jake Ferguson, you had a good night for fantasy points if you were full PPR. He had seven receptions, so good on him. All in all, man, 38-3. to Melky, does this defense bring you back to week one? Yeah, high hopes, man. They look like the best defense in the NFL again. And they've allowed the fewest points. They have the most takeaways. So they're up there. Big test this week. Obviously, San Francisco Giants or 49ers Giants. How dare I say that? San Francisco 49ers, the best team in the NFL. That offense fires on all cylinders. Brock Purdy is no joke. Big, big test like we were talking about for your fantasy team as well. But it should be good. Uh, I think this team is battle tested. Micah Parsons is hyped. Is hyped. I don't know if you listen to his podcast, but man, he breaks down a lot. He's really good. He's going to be a broadcaster when he's done. This defense right now is the best. I was going to ask you if, you if you think it's the best in the league again, but I think we both are going to say yes, it is. No. You don't think so? Who's better? No. I think the Niners still have a little up on us after the the game against Arizona because like if you let Arizona run run you down, it's a problem. I think we need a couple more games now from the Dallas defense. Doesn't have to be spectacular, but enough to show we are the best in the league, even without Trayvon Diggs. So if we beat San Francisco, yes, 100%. is our defense okay? Hundred okay. percent. Okay, I agree with you with that. And, and, unless it's just a fucking shootout and both defenses yeah. get ripped apart, then we go on to the next week. But we got the Chargers, then we got a bye, then we got the Rams. Um, if we beat the Chargers and we, we hold them to uh, under 10 points, I'd say, yeah, we're the, we're the best defense in the league. Before I get into the last the highlight, I want to give a shout out to the Bengals, the Browns, and the Giants for also scoring only three points last week. You guys all suck. So sad. Just like the Patriots. And Charles, you know what you got to do. Last but not least. Go go for it. I want to bring in this conversation conversation about what we're about to talk about. Sure. Have you ever, like, walked outside during garbage day? Okay. And the garbage man is there in front of your house. He throws trash into the garbage truck and then the garbage truck collapses its little thing at the back onto the garbage (laughs) that was pretty much what i watched this week with the denver broncos and the chicago bears so melky now you can take it away i was just gonna ask is that how it was the one day you worked as a garbage man (laughs) yeah it was 14 hours on the back of the truck and i was dirty as fuck (laughs) <laughs> I remember the aftermath of that and it still is embedded in my head. Sorry guys, you had to be there. Okay. Broncos finally get their first win. Excuse me? 31 to 28 in an ugly thriller. This was the shit bowl. Russell Wilson went 21 for 38, 223 yards, three touchdowns, zero in- interceptions though. That's key. Justin Fields 28 for 35, 335 passing yards, four touchdowns, and one interception, and it came at the possible worst time at the end of the game. 
Khalil Herbert went off 18 carries, 103 yards. Cole Komet, seven receptions, 85 yards, two touchdowns. Now that the monkey is off the Denver Broncos' backs, are they going to go on a roll? Who are they playing next? Probably not. I got, I got, I got their next four: Jets, Chiefs, Packers, Chiefs. They lose against the Jets. They lose against the Chiefs. They lose against the Packers, and then they play the Chiefs again. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're, they're not going on. They're go well. They are going to go on a roll, just down a hill into a <laughs> ravine of some sort. Um, I think the Jets. I think. Um, I think it was Zach Wilson, right? Yeah, the middle defender. Yeah, I think because I don't know if you saw him on the sidelines last week when he said, "This is my fault." No, are man. You talking, this are wasn't- you talking Zach Wilson or Justin Fields? You said that they're playing the Jets. Oh, yeah. So you're talking about the Jets match. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 He was sitting on the bench saying, this is my fault to his player. Like they had a mouth reader say that. Anyways, no, man, that, that wasn't your fault. You played a pretty good game. Mm-hmm. I mean, that bullshit call at the end was the reason why you guys didn't get a chance to run it down. And who knows? You might have. You, you play pretty good. So I think this is him coming in going... Uh, we got the Broncos. I, uh, let's show them what we can do. And I think the Jets win that. Uh, but yeah, no, they're not going to go or roll. I mean, if anything, they do win versus the Jets, but then they lose the next three. So Yeah, I, I think their season's pretty much over. They just released uh, former Cowboy Randy Gregory. So I, I think it's a downward spiral for that team. And good luck to you guys, but you guys suck. Yeah, suck. well, they both suck. Bears and Broncos. So Yeah, that was... A, Probably the worst matchup of the week. Did you like my analogy? I did. Definitely. <laughs> it correlated very well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Surprise, motherfucker. So we're going to do something new. We always like to have a new segment each week. And this one's called Surprise, Surprise. It is dedicated to the the NFL season being officially a quarter way finished. There's been a ton of surprises, positive and negative. So we've picked two players from three positions, quarterback, wide receiver, and running back. One on the positive side and one on the negative side. We want to basically share what the surprise is and how they've surprised the NFL thus far. So I'm going to start off with the QBs. We'll go back and forth. Here's my biggest surprise, and I'm bolding that, C.J. Stroud of the Houston Texans. So in four games, he has 1,212 passing yards, six touchdowns, 51 rushing yards. He's lost the ball twice, and his team is 2-2. Two and two. And nobody thought this team would be 2-2 two and two at this point. His QB rating is at 100. He's fourth in passing, and he's ninth in passer rating. He's had a fantastic season. I think the Texans have already improved and have already shocked the NFL and surpassed what they were supposed to be this season. CJ Stroud is my biggest surprise. And on the flip side, we just name dropped him. Justin Fields. Big disappointment. How come you suck? Four games. He has 861 passing yards, seven touchdowns. Five interceptions, which is absolutely disgusting. 134 rushing yards, one rushing TD, and he's lost the ball twice. The Bears are 0-4, and that has a lot to do with Justin Fields. His passer rating is 67.7, and he's 18th in the league when it comes to passing yards. Gooby, what do you think of my my two boys? Uh, I agree, man. It's hard to see Justin Fields play right now. And, and like last year, he didn't do too bad. Last year, he was a pretty good quarterback. He was a pretty good fantasy quarterback too because he did a lot of rushing. He did a lot of rushing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, absolute stinker. And then CJ C. Stroud. I mean, him and Nico Collins have found something, uh, and they're they're riding with it right now. So yeah, one hundred percent on the Nico Coll- or sorry CJ Stroud bandwagon. So I agree with you. I'm both. Cool. All right. Who, who do you got? So, my uh, disappointment 
surprise is Joe Burrow. He got 44 fantasy points or 728 yards. And he's only got two touchdowns with two INTs. It's just not looking good for him. He's got one fumble too, but they're one and three. And they're looking like they're not going to make the playoffs, even though everybody said it's going to be the Bengals, it's going to be the Bills, it's going to be the Kansas City Chiefs and that AFC. I don't think the Bengals are in it right now. I think they're just fighting to stay alive in the NFL. So for that reason, he has been my uh, surprise disappointment. But my big surprise, who I think is doing fantastic and I hate him. What? What the fuck? Is Baker Mayfield. <laughs> 92 fantasy points, 882 yards, seven touchdowns, and two INTs. Not bad for Baker Mayfield. Uh-huh. I mean, he's rolling with the punches down there in oh, at Tampa. I mean, he's got wide receivers, so... He didn't really have wide receivers in Cleveland. Him with wide receivers, he's looking like a decent quarterback. And I'm very surprised that he's putting up these types of numbers. Melky, what do you think of these two uh, surprises? 100% agree with you. Joe Burrow's been the big biggest disappointment, hands down. You can say you want about Justin Fields. We still don't hold Justin Fields in high regards to Joe Cool. And Joe Cool has not been great. I still think they should have sat him out week one for a couple of weeks because he is not fully healthy at all. You can see it. He's still injured. It's lingering and it's affecting the team. So biggest disappointment, hands down. Baker Mayfield's been great. And you just said it. See what happens when he has talent on his team, especially at the wide receiver position. He's got Mike Evans and he's got, uh, what's his name? He's got Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. He's got other toys there too. It's, it's a good team. It's a really good team, and they they won the Super Bowl a couple seasons ago, so this team knows how to win. Baker Mayfield doesn't have to do as much as he had to in Cleveland. 100%. He's been a huge, huge pleasant surprise for the Tampa Bay Bucks. You got Rashad White. Yeah, Rashad White at uh, running back. They have, what's that wide receiver that came from Atlanta uh, last season? Uh, I see Tompkins, Tucker, Jarrett, Wells, Vaughn. Auten, nope. Palmer, nope. Those are the only ones I have right now. I can see. Unless they got rid of them. Regardless, it's a way better receiving group than it was out in Cleveland at any stage. So, yeah, big surprise. He's doing well. The biggest thing I think too is Tom Brady was there not too long ago. Okay, what do coaches do with Tom Brady? They build an offensive line, and Baker's got an offensive line. So he's he's able to make these throws. And he's able to escape and rush as well. He's able to use his legs where he couldn't do it as much in Cleveland. So that's a very good point, Gooby. Yeah. All right. Last but not least, running backs. Are we doing wide receivers too? Oh, I forgot about those guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're still in quarterbacks. All right. No, sorry. We're doing wide receivers. I'm picking Gooby's favorite wide receiver. It's that feeling effect. He's been a positive surprise thus far. And Gooby called it, and I knocked him for it. But it's Adam Thielen. So far in four games, 287 yards, 27 receptions, two touchdowns, and he has a two-point conversion. He's 15th in receiving, and him and Hayden Hurst have been the catalyst for an awful Panthers team. Thielen can still do it. I doubted him. I'm sure a lot of the league doubted him, but he's really good. No, except for Gooby, but he's been really good this season and a nice bright spot for a terrible team. Now, on the flip side, Gooby, you had this man last year on your team with your star-studded wide receiver group, DeAndre Hopkins. Boy, oh boy, has he been disappointing. 18 receptions, 216 yards, zero touchdowns with 31 targets. I don't know if it's me, but I feel like he's lost his explosiveness. I don't see it when he's running. He might be hurt, but I don't see it. I saw more of it last season when he came back for after the six-game suspension. He has zero touchdowns in four games, and he's not even in the top 20 in receiving yards. Goobs, what are your thoughts? 
well, you already know my thoughts about Adam Thielen. So let's square that away. Even but, though they're still looking for a number one wide receiver, it's rumored they're out hunting for a wide receiver. I, I, I think I agreed that he's not really a number one. He's really more of that number two where the other guy gets double teamed and your number two starts to look like a number one. But DeAndre Hopkins, you left for money. Let's get that straight. You could have gone to the Jets. You could have gone to the Cowboys. You, there's so many places you could have gone. Kansas City. Yeah, Kansas City being one of the biggest ones. And you chose Tennessee. You chose Ryan Tannehill. Stupid. Why? Money. I've talked about it before. He just wanted money. I agree with you on both of the those sides. Yeah, Adam Thielen. I, I mean, I already knew, so it wasn't really a big surprise to me. But surprise to me. <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins, one hundred percent a surprise. All right, I got a big surprise. Oh hell no! I'm gonna start off with the bad one, and that's Sky Moore. 26 fantasy points, seven receptions, 112 yards, one touchdown. When you have Patrick Mahomes throwing to you, I feel like you're going to do a little bit more than that. I know Kelsey takes most of it, but man, I thought Sky Moore was going to be good this year. I thought maybe top 20, but Mm. I said maybe top 20. Uh, More like top 30. Well, to each their own, but yeah, you've been a disappointment. I mean, I thought he was going to be that Juju Smith year where Juju Smith started going off because he had Patrick Mahomes throwing to him. Sky Moore, just not it. But my biggest surprise, and he is the sixth best wide receiver at the moment, is Nico Collins. 82 fantasy points, 22 receptions, 428 yards, three touchdown this dude needs 55 yards to beat his season's best wow in five games he's he's played two two years in the nfl get that two years in the nfl and we're going to week five and you only need 55 yards to beat his season's best that's pretty crazy this guy is lights out right now i'm happy i picked him up in the draft i got him late too so I'm going to give myself kudos. Give yourself a pat on the back. That's Give that's, myself a pat on the back, even though this, I don't have him in my other league, but still, still you still grabbed him. You still grabbed him. Yeah. Big surprise there. I mean, I knew he was going to be pretty good, but I didn't think he was going to be this good. Nico Collins, good on you. Couldn't agree more. Nico Collins looked fantastic. Him and Tank Dell. See what happens when you have a legit quarterback. Yeah. Makes, Makes all the difference in the world. So, yeah, Nico's been awesome. Who was your... Um, Sky Moore. Sky Moore. Okay, so the one thing I will say about Sky Moore. So, I drafted him because I thought, hey, more opportunity. They liked him last year. Yeah. Came up clutch sometimes. The problem with the Kansas City Chiefs, and you nailed it, Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey gets all the targets, all the looks, all the plays are drawn for him. Having said that, Sky Moore, Valdez Gantley. Tony, you all should be wide open and your numbers should be up because you should be capitalizing on your opportunities. And none of these players are doing that. Nope. So for that, that's their fault. It's not Patrick Mahomes' fault. They're not making the most out of their out of their opportunities. So, yeah, I agree. hundred percent. All right. I'm going to run it with the running backs. Yeah. If you don't mind. Yeah. Take the running backs and then I'll end it off. All right. My weak point right now is Brees Hall. You are a surprise disappointment. 30 fantasy points, 210 yards, zero touchdowns, five receptions for 42 yards. You've been a disappointment, even with Delvin Cook. Delvin Cook's been a disappointment. That run game's been a disappointment. Yes, I know you lost your quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. So that team's got to kind of start doing everything on the fly and figuring things out. Yeah, at the moment, you've been a big disappointment. But my surprise is Brian Robinson for Washington. 62 fantasy points, 
261 yards, three touchdowns, five receptions, 55 yards, and a receiving touchdown. I didn't know about this guy being this good. I didn't even know who the hell he was. I mean, yes, he's playing on a team that wants to change their name back to the Redskins, or they don't want to, but I mean, the 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 Chiefs do. What? What are you talking about? The Chiefs want them to change them back. Honestly, I didn't know about this guy, so he's a big surprise to me. Melky, what do you think? So, Brees Hall, I feel bad for him. And as soon as Aaron Rodgers went down, I, I said to myself, I know his season is not going to be as as big as it was last last year. Yeah. Now, is it his responsibility to step up? Yes. But I feel like the Jets are not running the ball as much as they did last season. They're trying to rely on Zach Wilson's arm. And it's obviously not working. So they need to get back to the running game because Brees Hall is a game changer. Dalvin Cook can be a game changer too. I'm not going to necessarily say it's his fault, but yes, because of what's transpired, it is a disappointment. Now, Ryan Robinson, this guy was heavily scouted in college and he got shot last year. So that's why you don't know much about him. He came back late and as soon as he was inserted into the lineup, he started making a difference. Antonio Gibson is a nice back, but he's not Brian Robinson. He doesn't have the strength. He doesn't have his tenacity. So, yeah, I'm not shocked Brian Brian Robinson has been fantastic because he showed flashes of this last season. He was just getting in game shape. It took him a little bit because of the, the the accident that happened outside of football. That's a great call, and he makes a big difference on that team because... Howell kind of sucks balls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, those are both good calls. And I think Brees Hall, give him a couple weeks when they start running the ball more. And I think yeah. that'll change. All right. Your last two. I'm going to finish it off. Running back style. Biggest surprise. This is another big surprise. And this was a good find on anyone who picked him up off the wire. Kyrene Williams of the Los Angeles Rams. In four games, he has 245 rushing yards. Five rushing TDs, 64 rushing attempts, 11 receptions, 101 receiving yards, Gooby, and one receiving touchdown. Holy macaroni! This guy is the sole reason Akers got shipped to Minnesota. Well, most of it, and Akers sucks balls. Those reasons why Akers is no longer on the team. He's 18th in rushing. He's tied for third in rushing TDs. It's been a great story. Kyrene Williams is a great surprise for anyone who has him in fantasy or just in the NFL in general. And my major disappointment, we're going back to the Cincinnati Bengals because I feel like most of them have been all disappointments. Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon in four games has 59 attempts, 247 yards, only one rushing TD. But are you serious right now, bro? Nine receptions and 67 receiving yards. The Bengals have, have struggled, but... Let's call a spade a spade. They've been struggling, but I feel like Mixon has been invisible. He's 17th in rushing, and he isn't even in the top 20 for touchdowns. So hopefully he can get his shit together and the Bengals can, but I feel like Mixon's been a major disappointment, and Kyrene Williams has been a great surprise. What do you think? I don't know if it's just, if it's really his fault. I mean, the Bengals are just terrible right now. It is a big surprise that he's not doing well, but I think it's just more of a bigger surprise that the Bengals aren't doing well. And if if Burrow can't get going, Mixon's not going to get going. That big surprise with uh, Kareem Williams, that's you. That's what she said. (laughs) The Rams were all four Cam Akers this year. They said it in press conferences. They said Cam Akers is going to be a difference. I even said it on the pre-podcast that Cam mm-hmm. Akers was going to be a big difference this year. And, and I said he wasn't because he's a bum. And yeah, Melky, you were right. He's nowhere to be seen and he's not even on the team anymore. So for that reason, yeah, that's a big surprise. I agree with you, Melk. Good picks. Really good picks all around. Yeah, you too. Uh, kudos to you. I just thought we'd have fun with it. It's a quarter of the way through and yeah, it, it's obviously going to change. We have way more football to play, but right now, that's our surprise, surprise. The next segment is the one I always say, Gooby, do you want me to say it or, or, or should I'll do you say it. it? It's my okay, go. 
Go ahead. Pastime in the toilet or whatever you want to call it. It's your favorite pastime in the toilet. Okay, it's Boomer Bust, everybody. And I'm going to kick it off with Jamar Chase. We've been talking about the Bengals, so let's stick with the Bengals. Bro, and the Bengals looking like a turd flushing down a toilet. What? (laughs) They do not have a bright side as they face what seemed... Or sorry, they do have a bright side as they face what seems to be a tanking Cardinals team. With some hope, I see Chase being a boom this week. I wouldn't put him as your wide receiver one. Like obviously, he probably is your wide receiver one, but he's probably going to be a two or a three this week as the the Bengals start to get rolling. Hopefully, they do. Like I said, the Cardinals are probably trying to tank. If the Bengals don't do something against Arizona, I don't see them doing anything this year. So for that reason, Chase, you're a boom. I'm going to say 15, maybe 20 points. Nothing huge. Yeah, that's that's my take on Jamar Chase. So I agree he's a boom, especially if T. Higgins does not play, then he's a bigger boom. Yeah. Like Taco Tuesday, big boom. It's desperation time. He's a top five receiver. There's no reason why he can't go off. So I think Jamar Chase is going to have 25 points, 25 and up this week against Arizona. Ooh, okay. Who's your third receiver? Boyd, right? Yeah, Tyler Boyd. So I'm going to go. So I'm going to stick with wide receivers. And I've got one for Arizona, coincidentally. One Michael Wilson. Goobs, he's a boom, man. Last week, seven receptions, 76 receiving yards, two receiving touchdowns for a whopping 26.60 fantasy points. Now, Wilson has raised his game in a, in week four, and it's coming off a really strong week three. His seven targets finished only behind Brown and Ertz with targets of 10. He has an opportunity to usurp struggling wide receiver Rondell Moore at the number two wideout spot, if he hasn't already. So look for Wilson to continue to trend up on a team that has really nothing to lose. Yep, 100% agree with that one. Sorry, what team is it again, though? Arizona. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was thinking about another. I, was, I don't know why I was thinking Green Bay for some reason. No, no. AZ. 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 Arizona, like just alluded to, is not doing so well. And I think they're, they're trying to tank. I don't know. They're Why playing they, hard, man. They look like in every game I've watched, they, they, they've been in games. They, they're playing hard, man. They were in the, the Giants game. They beat the Cowboys. They were in last week's game. Do you think it's just because uh, Kyler Murray is not playing this season and no one really knows why? Well, we know why because they're taking. <laughs> that's why the, the GM wants them to tank so we can get the yeah. number one spot. I don't know what they're saying about Caleb, but he's, apparently he's a... He's just one, one of those once in a lifetime opportunity quarterbacks to have. So they're tanking. They said that about Johnny Football too, but look what happened there. Whoever said Johnny Football was a once in a lifetime quarterback should be smacked in the face because there's a reason his stock fell all the way down to like 17. Johnny Football is a bum. But anyways, going back to the Arizona, I think they have. Not, they're just playing for fun. So when you get to play for fun and there's no stress and no expectation, you're going to put up some numbers. I think you're seeing players like Wilson and Hollywood Brown. Even Hollywood Brown looks good. Yeah, Dobbs, Dobbs, they're all playing well because they have, they're have they playing free. They have nothing to lose. They're playing like schoolyard football. Like, That's oh, it. Let's just go for it, bro. That's it, man. All right. I got quarterback. Now, I forgot to mention that I had a third surprise. And our surprise, surprise. Not in your pants, is it? No, it's not. <laughs> uh, it's actually Anthony Richardson. Richardson, sorry. Indianapolis Colts quarterback. Anthony has been looking like a stud all season. Having got the Colts to a 2-2 two and two record, sitting on top of the AFC South, look to see him be a boom this week versus an OK Titans defense. This man has four rushing touchdowns and three passing touchdowns this year. He'll get you points through the air and on the ground. This is my third surprise quarterback this year so far. His yardage isn't great. He's got 479 passing yards. He's got uh, 131 rushing yards. But those four rushing TDs and those three passing TDs is making this guy look good. 
he's bringing the Colts, who I didn't think would be a contender this year, to being a contender. Well, that division's a bunch of dog shit, so it's a dog's breakfast, that division. That's not saying much on that, but yes, I agree, he's a boom. He, he's got great pocket poise, and he runs. He runs like the wind. Unfortunately, his team is, isn't the greatest, but he's making the most of a situation. And the best part is he's an amazing rapper. So, yeah, he's definitely a boom. <laughs> I mean, that whole division's uh, 500, two, two and two. Yeah. And honestly, I thought the uh, Jags would be a lot better. I thought Tennessee would be doing a little bit better now that they have uh, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. But, I mean, we talked about that, and it's not going well for him. Houston Texans, I mean, they've been a surprise because no one saw this coming. Yeah, CJ, CJ, Nico, Tank Dell, Nico, Tank, yeah, Tank Dell, yeah. Yeah, so that's been a surprise. So, yeah, that that whole AFC South has just been a surprise in general. Very true, but it makes for fun football. All right, I'm going to close it off. Another wide receiver. I, I just picked on the wide receivers this week. Comes from Detroit. Jamison Williams, and he's actually making his season debut. And Gooby, he's a big old bust. So last season, his totals, he only saw two touches, one catch, and one rush in six games because he tore his ACL. Now that he's healthy, and now that he's back from his gambling suspension, they actually allowed him to come back a week earlier. Campbell has stated he can't play 60 plays this weekend. The former 12th overall pick in 2022 could be a great stash away, but right now it's a wait and see approach. Don't expect much this weekend. Don't expect much in the next few weeks. So for that, I'm labeling him as a bust. I agree. I'm going to count. Hold on. One, two, three, four reasons why he's a bust. Well, there's other talent on that team too. Yes, exactly. Reynolds, Mod St. Brown, Gibbs, and Laporta. The only reason why I didn't mention David Montgomery is because he's a rushing back, not their receiving back. Laporta, Ahmad St. Brown, and Reynolds, they're getting the ball. And Laporta seems to be on another level with uh, Jared Goff. I don't see this guy getting any targets or any decent yardage this week or any other week unless one of these guys goes down. He will eventually because he is talented. Look up his college stats or check out his uh, his college footage. He's really good. There's a reason he went number 12, but he's been in some trouble. He's gotten hurt. And like you said, there's other guys on the depth chart that are way better. And Laporta is the real deal. I don't care what anybody says. Laporta is the real deal. I think he might be better than Dalton Kincaid. Ooh, well, I have them both on the link. That doesn't <laughs> matter anymore. You do. So, yeah, for that, he's just got to wait his turn. Maybe maybe he gets in. Maybe he gets a couple snaps. I did hear Amon might not play. So that could be a chance for him to step in and get a little more snaps. But if not, yeah, he's going to be riding the pine. He's a bust this week. All right. We're going to close it off with the best segment on the show. And it's dedicated to Ba because he's the creator. He's the... The one who came up with Toonie Betts, he's the godfather. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. We're going to start with myself, and I'm going to drop a Toonie on the Texans over the Falcons. The Falcons are minus two at home. It's the battle of the young teams, Gooby. And here's why the Texans are going to win. C.J. Stroud, C.J. Stroud, C.J. Stroud. Nico Collins, Tank Dell. (laughs) (laughs) C.J. Stroud is the real deal. I don't care what you say, even though it's been a small sample size, he is the real deal. He looks fantastic. He leads all rookies in every offensive category. He's got great wide receivers, like wide receivers, like I just said, Nico Collins and Tank Dell. No one has expectations for this Houston team, so they're playing carefree. Atlanta just got stomped in London, and their defense is ranked 22nd, where Houston's offense is ranked 10th. I just think Houston's a better overall team. They're having a lot of fun. Atlanta's quarterback is trash. And for that, I'm giving it to the Texans. Yeah, 100% agree. I mean, Desmond Ritter, he has, what, 744 yards, three touchdowns, three INTs. Stroud, 1,212 yards, six touchdowns. No No brainer. 
no interceptions. Yeah, no, yeah, no interceptions. He's got a hundred QB rating. Uh, no brainer on that end. I, I wanted to do <laughs> the Cowboys game. I yeah. wanted to do, but I'm like, no, I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to say they're going to lose or they're going to win. So I'm not even going to say anything about the Cowboys game, but I'm going to go Bengals over the cards. I think this is their game that they need to show up in order to stay on the playoff hunt. If not, I feel like their playoff season or their playoff season is going to be over. Do or die. This is do or die for the Bengals. They're a hot mess and they need to shake it. Must win. They got the Seahawks next. They have a bye. 49ers, Bills, and Texans after that. That is a hard schedule. Chase needs to be on the case. He needs to take this team on his shoulder and run with it. And Joe Cool, if you're hurt, you need to sit out. Because you're doing a disservice to this team by playing injured. Yeah. Who's who's your backup? I have no idea. Uh I don't know. Hold on. Before you go, Ball Walker has a pick. Oh. And we're gonna play it right now. And yeah, you tell us what you think. Hey boys, Ba here for my first official Toonie bet of the year. Folks, I know, I know I should have been on sooner, but these guys kept saying, we'll wait till the Eagles lose the game, then we'll have Ba on. <laughs> Apparently that's never gonna fucking happen. So here I am. My bet for this week is the Sunday Nighter, the 49ers versus the Cowboys, two teams I absolutely fucking hate. It's at San Francisco. So I'm going the 49ers. I could give you a ton of stats that Dallas is one and one on the road. It's Dak Prescott versus Brock Purdy. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter what I'm going to say because I fucking hate Dallas. They're going to lose. And then they're going to hear the crying all the way the next week until the next game, just like usual, rinse, repeat. Can't wait to hear you boys excited for the season. Peace. Hater alert. Hater alert. Hater alert. It's not funny. Great pick, huh? Nope. Hopefully uh, we'll, we'll have you on soon. Cowboys are playing the Eagles, so it's always a good time when Ba's around. I can't wait to have Ba back on this on this podcast. Ba, I miss you. I uh, hope you're doing well. Yeah, Ba, come back soon and we'll talk Eagles, Cowboys. Let's get it on. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. But that ends. Show us your TDs for this week. Thank you guys for sticking with us. Hopefully you guys can stick with us for a lot longer. Uh, Me and Melk will be back stronger. Yeah, there's no league this week, but you can follow me in my league. And uh, hopefully I can win a championship there. But for now, I'm Gooby. Melky, do you got anything to say? Yeah, I guess just like our league, this episode is over. Um, I just want to thank you uh, as my ride or die, as always, El Jefe and a 30. Don't forget, there's a new muster that's out just, that just dropped. It's pretty entertaining. It's gotten a lot of good reviews, actually. Even though it's an hour 16, people feel like it's it doesn't feel that long. It flowed. Kudos to you, boys. We had a nice, serious injury about our discussion about woke and disney and the last duel it, it was a different feel this go around yeah well that's because calf took up 16 minutes of talking about his trip this is true calf, calf likes to gloat about himself but that's okay <laughs> it's cool if you want to find us i'm at blackzilla 27 at instagram you can also find me on tiktok at the milkman and you can find mustard on tiktok as well just look it up there will be clips coming soon from Mustard and TDs will be clips on my uh, on my TikTok that's coming soon. I got one question before we go, Gooby. All right. Do the Kansas City Swifts go 3-0 and this weekend? Who are they playing? I don't know. They're playing you can't the ask me these questions and I don't know who they're, they're playing. They're playing the Vikings. They're playing the Vikings in oh, Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. Vikings have been a no-show this year. Well, the Walrus needs to put her in because she's obviously good luck and great for the sport. And good luck to everyone in week five, except Gooby. Like, honestly, I, I hope you lose. No, I'm just kidding. I hope you continue this perfect streak. It's going to be fun following you. You just know what you got to do. You just got to win. So, <laughs> Yes, sir. I just got I just got to win. I got to get that dub and I got to get that money. Money, money, dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Okay, well, unlike Randy Gregory, we'll be back next week in game action. See you then. Here comes money. Our way 
so happy we're together, our Jumanji family, for Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, hey, Kat. What is going on here? It's a Jumanji Thanksgiving. Didn't you get the invite? It was a group text. I didn't get no group text. Did nobody text me? I didn't get anything. It must have been stuck in my outbox. I'll stick something in your outbox, Dwayne. Whoa, whoa. Kev, you think we honestly didn't invite you on yeah, purpose? Yeah, yeah, Jack, Dude, I do. Dude, of do. course you're invited. It was a mistake. Brussels sprouts, Karen? Yeah. That's my favorite food. Brussels sprouts? Exactly. Do you huh? one? I don't want an afterthought Brussels sprout. I want a before thought Brussels sprout. Is that yeah, stuffing with a, with a nice crust? Yes, with that's a little, your favorite. With a little Lari seasoning salt on it? That's what I made I, for you. I'm looking at a bunch of dishes that you know I eat. Right. You! So oh, good. is it good? Oh my God, I need some. Dude, I wow. got this recipe on the stuff. Fake Nick Jonas is here? Fake Nick Jonas is with me. He's, yes. He got, so he got a group tech. You know what, I'm getting sick of this. Are you getting sick yeah, of this? Yeah, I'm way? getting sick of it, okay? First you ruin Halloween for me, you show up in my neighborhood with my fanny pack, and these guys know, everybody knows I have a thing about fanny packs, and then all of a sudden, you ruin Thanksgiving. My favorite holiday is Thanksgiving. Okay, everybody no, here knows that. I made that for you. Kevin, that is enough. You're ruining this. Now sit down. Why don't you send that, send it in a group text. Let's see if I get it. Join us. Thank you, Karen. Did you say grace or you just eating like a bunch of heathens? We said grace. Did you bless the food? Yes, we did. Yeah, well, I didn't hear it. I think it's a good idea. Double grace. Let's Thank you. Grace. Here we go. go. <sighs> Thank you for nothing. <sighs> Look at that. Kevin. Huh? <coughs> Feel like eating my germs. Shut up, Nick. That's good. Happy Thanksgiving.